0: 6:30, Chad. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins, weekdays at six
1: on 6:30, Chad. But an hour away from faceoff in Vancouver, Flames going for 11 straight wins as they'll take on the Canucks. In the first period, Predators lead the Stars one nothing. Tomasino with the goal. In the third, it is Minnesota and Toronto tied one one. Blue Jackets up three one on the Panthers. Rangers now leading the Caps two zip. Lafreniere gets his 11th. And New Jersey. Cruising in Pittsburgh tonight, they lead at 5-1, five and a half minutes into the third period. Next, uh, no, the Oilers did not practice today. They will practice tomorrow. They take on the Florida Panthers Saturday morning. It's an early one, 9 a.m. faceoff show. The puck will drop at 10.30. Of course, we have it for you all right here on 6.30 Ched as uh, a lot of discussion on the Oilers and goaltending in the first hour of the show, and that has been a pretty been a uh, pretty big topic well, all season long, I, I think the Oilers' pretty detailed game last night against Tampa Bay. I thought they showed a lot of resolve. Uh, I thought they did a good job battling back from four-one down. They only allowed—I'm uh, not again—I'm not counting the empty netter. Uh, they only allowed 22 shots on goal. Now, did they not get enough saves? Or did they? Just were they just on the wrong end of bad bounces last night? Uh, like I said, they are 27th in the NHL in five-on-five five save percentage. If they were average five-on-five five save percentage, they would have allowed 12 fewer goals. So probably four to six points more in the standings. Not talking about a team that would be, you know, top five in the league, but they'd be in a in a better position and uh, more secure in a playoff spot than they are right now. So some things to keep in mind there. The Edmonton Oil Kings, they are having a fantastic season. And you have a couple of chances to see them this weekend. First of all, they take on the phenom, Connor Bedard, tomorrow night at 7 at Rogers Place with Regina coming to town. And then they're right back at it on Saturday. PA is going to be here. Both games start at 7. The Oil Kings are now ranked number one in the CHL. And I'm pleased to be joined by assistant coach Luke Pierce. Luke, you're on with Reed. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Reid. Yeah,
0: thanks for uh, thanks for having me on
1: yeah it is great to talk to you i i am trying to think i'm not sure we've had you on the show before if we if uh if we haven't it's it's been a while so i appreciate you taking the time to join us look uh you guys are 36 11 and uh three you got an outstanding record uh and and now you have the number one ranking in the chl do you guys pay any attentions though to those rankings
0: uh you know i think reed we all like to say that we don't I, i'm sure the guys were pretty excited about it this morning and yesterday but uh we actually have a, such a veteran group right now that I think probably a few years ago uh, we would have been a lot more excited about it, but um, we've been real fortunate to have a couple of, of real strong seasons, and I think we know it's a, it's a much bigger goal for us right now. So I'm sh- I think it is, it's a, it's a fair you know feather in the cap for the guys and the work that they've put in, but at the end of the day, uh, we know there's a much bigger picture here for us.
1: Well, and part of that bigger picture, part of the reason you have that number one ranking is you beat Winnipeg 6-3 on Monday. So if you don't mind, I would like to flash back to that game. Uh, A lot has been made of the showdowns between you and Winnipeg this season. What tilted the scales in your favor
0: on Monday? Well, I think the maturity part for us, it's again a veteran team and Winnipeg's had a phenomenal season themselves and uh, they're going to be a real tough tough opponent for the next few years, I think, too. But I think right now in, in the games that we've played them, it's just been uh, our veteran presence a little bit that's maybe tipped the scales. And I think both teams were were a little bit nervous and shaky, you know, early in that game. It was a great crowd. And, you know, there had been a lot of build up going into the game. So it, it wasn't the, the prettiest of affairs early. But uh, I think for our guys, just just sticking with it and, you know, the the, uh, the maturity of our group really kind of took over in the latter half of that game.
1: Well, I'm not surprised to hear you say that because uh, you do have a veteran club. And I, 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 I got to say this, Luke, I, I mean, and what the, the interaction the players have with me is, is very small and ultimately has nothing to do with winning and losing, I suppose. But every guy I interview, they're, they're like, there's a lot of maturity and focus. And uh, I'm always impressed when I have an Oil King on the show or get to do an interview because they just, they, they seem really, everybody seems really level-headed and, and committed and it's just all about the team.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's a that's a fair point, Reading. and I think uh, you know Brad and Kurt have done a phenomenal job of really, you know, keeping our guys humble and and committed to you know what we're trying to accomplish here as an organization. And uh, we've had the benefit of some fantastic leaders here, uh, right from you know day one when we arrived with with a guy like Trey Wolanski and uh, you know Scott Atkinson after him, and you know there's just been so many guys. Jake Neighbors, obviously now, but we've added a lot of of other leaders into our group and a lot of guys too that didn't necessarily wear letters for us that have all really bought in and committed to you know the the purpose of our group and uh i'm not surprised to hear you say that you know they are uh you know an easy group to to deal with and, and work with and we're certainly real fortunate as coaches luke is this year four for you with the oil kings or year five yeah, this is year four. So if we came in all together, and uh, it's it's been a it's been a fun ride, and you know obviously some some disappointment mixed in there with uh, with the circumstances of the last couple of years. But um, you know we're real fortunate to be uh, you know in the situation we're in right now. So
1: w- when we talk about continuity and chemistry, we're often talking about players. Tell me about the continuity and chemistry with you and head coach Brad Lauer
0: yeah it's been an amazing experience especially for me i mean uh i'd never been an assistant prior to coming here and and brad had never been a head coach prior to coming here so it was it was kind of a unique start for us and um he's been a huge help for me and in my growth as a coach and i like to think that i've had some impact on him as well and that's what's made it unique with brad i think he's he's real open to learning and you know us sharing a lot of ideas back and forth and um we stay you know committed and on the same page we've you know we we have our conversations that we can differ on some things but you know over the course of time i mean i spend more time with him a lot of times than with my wife so uh (laughs) we we've built a pretty strong relationship and i think there's a lot of mutual respect there but um you know he's he's got a real bright future in the game and um it's it's been a not just himself, but, you know, the the relationship we have with Kurt. And Kurt's been real real good for us. It's just really inclusive staff. And, um, yeah, it's, it's a fun place to go to work every day for sure.
1: Uh, you know, I mentioned we haven't really had a lot of chance to talk in the past. So I, I want to get to know you a little bit, too, some of your other ventures. You had a really cool opportunity at the uh, 2018 Paralympics. Uh, you were an assistant coach for the sledge hockey team. I'm curious how you got involved in that
0: yeah it was a uh again just one of those things in the game i think you you make some relationships along the way and timing is everything and you know for me i had uh, been relieved of my duties in in Kootenai as a head coach and uh when they went through their ownership change and we had some struggles there so i was kind of you know looking for something different at the time and um had worked the under 17s for hockey canada that same season and, and got to know a lot of the people there and they were looking for a guy that was kind of available, you know, short term. And, uh, it just so happened that, uh, the timing worked and I, I met with Ken Babby, the head coach there. And we seemed to strike up a, a real strong relationship as well. And, uh, just a phenomenal experience. I mean, it's, uh, it was a life changer for me. Um, very, very humbling. And it was, a, it came at a real critical time, I think in my life. And, something that uh, i'll certainly never forget and and i'll be watching real closely here as uh, as they kick off in beijing here uh, in the next week or two
1: how was it and, and i i've talked to sledge hockey players and there's you know some incredible stories there obviously of resilience or overcoming injuries yep. uh like is it a different style of hockey once you get coaching do you have to worry about some different things as a
0: coach yeah for sure it was uh the biggest difference probably is you can't really skate backwards. It's just not, uh, you can do it, but uh, it just, it's it's not really uh, that feasible. So the game becomes almost a hybrid between, you know, hockey and basketball. So obviously the, the rink's the same. All the rules are the same. The lines are all the same, uh, but there's just a lot more motion and uh, you're always kind of angling. And uh, for me, it was a great, I think it, it's it, it's very similar to a lot of the ways that defensemen are playing the game now where they attack skating forwards and you're kind of looping and circling and not just going straight north south forward and backwards so um their abilities though are it's hard to explain I mean it's it's the most one of the most physical games I've ever been a part of I mean I spent a lot of time around rugby and and different sports like that but you know these guys uh it's flat out war every time they're on the ice and um, their conditioning and uh, their strength and things like that are are unmatched. And I've always said to people, if, you know, if you could take the dedication, the passion, the desire that those guys have and ball it up into, you know, a bunch of junior hockey players or, or NHLers even, I mean, you'd you'd be unbeatable.
1: Yeah. Okay, I, I I if you don't mind me going back too, I I'm just I've got to ask about your playing career because I'm a big uh you know, U Sports uh supporter or it's been called CIS and CIAU in the past. And you played at Royal Military College?
0: I did, yes. I spent uh spent five years there. Um again a really neat experience for a guy you know, grew up in, in real small town in Merritt, British Columbia and knew nothing about the military and uh played my junior junior years in the bc hockey league and uh after my my last season i just i'd always wanted to go out east my brother had gone out to college and, and played university hockey in the boston area and just really enjoyed that experience so i wanted to try and find a go travel maybe be out east a little bit and uh rmc just the package kind of fit it It they helped financially a lot and um leadership and and all those things was always something i was really interested in so uh went there and, and spent five years there. I did my master's there as well. And, and, uh, yeah, amazing. I mean, the U sport is the most underrated hockey, I think, uh, in the world. Um, yeah. I know Bob Stoffer would, would certainly agree with me on that one. And, uh, it was, a, yeah, just tremendous, tremendous hockey, tremendous experience being at the, at the military college and, you know, uh, learning a lot of, of real strong life lessons there through that.
1: Where'd you get your master's in?
0: I did my master's in uh, in business administration, so strategic management, and did my undergrad there in psychology. So you know, both have kind of come in handy in this career for sure.
1: Yeah, awesome. Luke Pierce joining us tonight, assistant coach for Edmonton Oil Kings. We're getting to know him a little bit. And two big games coming up this weekend. Now, look, Regina, um, a lot of people, me included, you heard me how I introduced the game. It's Bedard, Bedard, Bedard. Uh, but tell us about facing the Pats.
0: Yeah, he's obviously a massive key of that and um but I think there's more you know there for them. I, I it seems like we're all kinda of waiting for them to really, you know, catch their stride. I, I think they've got some real strong veteran players there and you know, guys like Logan Nyhoff and, and Cole Dobinski and um, you know, their back end with a guy like Riker Evans, another NHL pick and there's a lot of talent and um but at the end of the day it's there's no question it uh it all revolves around Connor and He's a he's a special player. He's certainly been hitting his stride here since the World Juniors, and you know we faced them once here in Edmonton just a couple of weeks ago, and uh, it's worth the hype. There's no question. He's uh, he's a very special player.
1: All right, and uh, about seven weeks now left in the season. Obviously, the uh, the regular season got extended a little bit, so the WHL wraps up uh, sort of the same time as the other leagues uh, do. do. Do you and Brad do any? Um, I mean, some coaches have told me over the years, okay, let's pretend we're in best of fives, best of sevens. Like, like what what do you do for goal setting? Given, I mean, you guys are going to make the playoffs, so what kind of things do you do to keep everybody sharp?
0: Yeah, absolutely. We've done a lot of that, uh, especially this last month or so, just talking about you know what things we can we can and can't get away with, you know, come crunch time. And it's been because teams really haven't had an opportunity to play in the playoffs these last couple years. We have to try and simulate as best we can and you know we're fortunate enough that we did have a, a pretty decent run there our first year and there's you know a couple of holdovers from that season plus guys like Justin sort and and Caden Gooley that had long playoff runs with their team so we've been using them and and just trying to reinforce the habits and you know little things that uh, that we know are going to be critical and it's, it's pretty tough to just switch on the light switch come playoff time so trying to reinforce those things and you know, whether that's, you know, the way we travel or what back-to-backs look like and, you know, just trying to to make sure the mindset is there for for when the time comes.
1: All right. Well, Luke, this was great to get to know you a little bit. Uh, I wish you continued success here with the Edmonton Oil Kings. Uh, I mean, you guys have just done so awesome the last few years, and I'm looking forward to actual playoffs this season. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Thank
0: you so much for checking in. Yeah, thank you, Reed. Thanks for the support and uh, all the best.
1: That is Luke Pierce, assistant coach for your Edmonton Oil Kings, joining us tonight on the show. So oilkings.ca, check out the uh, full schedule there. You got all the information on how to get tickets. And uh, Regina tomorrow at 7, PA Saturday at 7. Uh, looking ahead, they got home games next Wednesday, next Friday as well. Awesome team uh, and a lot of great people with the organization, including Luke. Okay. Twenty minutes after seven, we got to call a quick timeout. It's inside sports on Chet.
0: Awesome, yeah.
1: oh, Def Leppard. I got my tickets today. You're going too, Kellen? I am. I got my tickets today too. September 4th. Commonwealth. Commonwealth Stadium. Now who's, uh, is is Motley Crue actually the quote-unquote headliner? Like, are they going to go last? I believe so. I it b- looks like it. Yeah,
0: it looks like it is, obviously, and, and stuff's still in flux with the, you know, obviously with how the, the bands will be on the tour and that stuff and everything, but as I understand well, I it, it was Motley Crue is a headliner. Also
1: coming, She's yeah, Joan Jet, Poison, Def Leppard, or Motley Crue. Yes, so I think that's I think that's the order it will go in. I believe so. Yes, I've actually never seen uh, Motley Crue live. As much as I like the eighties really? rock, I, I never I, I never got into Motley Crue as much. I like some of their hits. I, I think Doctor Feelgood is a mm-hmm. solid album. I wouldn't say it's a great album. I think it's a good album. This is just my opinion. I know some people really like it. Um, but I, I believe this is going to be, I'll have to double check. I think it's going to be the 13th time I'm going to see Def Leppard. <laughs> nice. I right I'm on. It. Uh, I saw Motley Crue
0: many years ago. At the, actually, I think the last year of the, of the Coliseum being in operation, uh, well, I got a chance to see them live. in Part Coliseum. of their Great thing show, was, so.
1: how many times did Motley Crue tour and say it was the last tour? Haven't they done that more than once? Like 13 times. Or didn't yes. they? Or didn't they, did they ex- or didn't they do the last tour and then extend it so they went to some cities twice or something like that? Um, they've done both. Yes. That's the <laughs> one thing about Leopard. They've pretty much just stayed together and kept pumping out music. Not to the Absolutely. fanfare they once did. I, it's been you know seven years since their last album, which is actually pretty good. The one the self-titled one that came out in uh, in 2015. So Solid anyway. album, yeah. Got tickets uh, Got tickets today. It, it, Kellen, also, you know about this Wordle thing? Everybody's playing this Wordle game. Yes. I finally tried it a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago. It's actually quite fun. Did you know there's a hockey version? Is it called, it's called uh, Gordle. It's Gordle. It? Gordle, Gordle. Yes. So you got to get a five-letter <laughs> player name. And I, I was working on it during the commercial, and I'm down to my last guess, and I can't figure out what it is. I know where uh, I know where three of the five letters go in the name, but I still can't figure it out, The whatever the Gordle is today so there's wordle mm-hmm. uh there's gordle yes. and uh, i also saw eric johnson our uh friend uh who's uh, an outstanding actor who's been on the show several times he was in a couple of the 50 shades movies right yeah uh, he was in vikings i think i think vikings ended now he's in condor that other series that's going on uh there's something called Quordle where you got to try to guess four words at once whoa so, but you get more than you get more than six guesses but that's another twist on this so anyway gordle is a hockey version if people want to try that uh, now you have to put in gordle game because if you just put in gordle it'll auto correct your search to girdle which is a totally <laughs> different type of game all right <laughs> we got a pandas volleyball store a uh, 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 player come up and uh, a great player for the team and uh, an update on something that's going on with a sport that was really affected by the pandemic that's all ahead